Good morning from Jeffrey's Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howard from Consumer. Two quick things. First of all, BAT. We've got an update out. We preview the half one trading statement, which is due June 9th. Uh, we expect an encouraging message. We have cut top line for fiscal 20. There's a bit of down trade and some other slight headwinds, very clear in peer reporting. But we do still see high single digit XFX EPS growth for the year, margin up left absolutely to offset any top line headwinds. Net net think it's an encouraging statement with continued commitment to guidance, further volume and value share growth, helpful US industry volume trends, uh, and some confident commentary around NGP. The stock is priced for problems and we still very much believe. Secondly, very quickly, I note that Credit Suisse downgraded L'Oreal to underperform from neutral this morning. Fits with my uh, so far wildly incorrect assessment that beauty and spirits are pricing in a swift return to the very best of times, and that's totally unrealistic. That's it from me. Hi, it's Alex Turn on the discretionary stocks. Adidas this morning have issued a release commenting they will have returned to growth in May in China as higher conversion have offset lower traffic. Uh, there's no significant deviation from Q2 guidance also. Expect the stock there to have another good day. Our hold Delhurst last night announced the purchase of 62 stores in the US. It's consistent with a more proactive approach to M&A under the CEO and should be a useful injection of buying volumes and moderate earnings accretion. We are buyers of our hold. We upgraded M&S to a buying yesterday. That's getting a lot of traction. Do let me know if you would like a chat with James. In the US, in beauty, we hosted Hinge Global to discuss beauty e-com trends. The shift to digital is likely sticky, with skin outselling makeup as in physical retail. In other news, GVC and Kingfisher have moved into the FTSE 100. Looking ahead to next week, we have results from Inditex and B&M. Bungie from Industrials, this is Bruna. German incentive program looks like a disappointment for the auto industry as the program does not include incentive for conventional powertrains. States with auto industry like Bavaria, Lower Saxony and Baden-Württemberg have been pushing for that. However, the industry will benefit from some of the other measures that have been introduced like VAT cuts this year, investments of 50 billion euros including support for EVs, apparently that will double, and charging infrastructure lower electricity costs which are very expensive in Germany higher tax for older cars which might trigger higher scrappage rates now the program does not seem to include tax benefits like accelerated depreciation this has been supported by various business lobby groups Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources Renewables remain in focus for us today that's because we're into day 2 of our conference in Europe with RWE, Eon, Equinor Total, Solaria and SMA Solar all presenting today. Uh, highlight for me is probably going to be the E.ON CEO who presents at 1pm UK. In terms of oil markets, Brent oil has slipped a little bit to around $39 a barrel this morning. That's as OPEC Plus continue to thrash out the deals of what looks likely to be an extension of their current 9.7 million barrels a day of output cuts, with one of the sticking points at the moment being compliance around Iraq. Finally, in oils worth flagging, uh, Gulf of Mexico tropical storm Cristobal, which is starting to impact some production there. And switching into the miners, Chris Lefemna is out with a very interesting piece looking at copper and what it means for Freeport, which we see as hyper-leveraged to the copper cycle. 
Good morning from William Bevington, Jeffrey's TMT Special Sales. So this morning, the main thing to highlight is Giles Thorne's note reiterating his sell recommendation on right move. Uh, he attended a closed webinar for Say No to Right Move signatory agents uh, yesterday. Um, and the note includes a significant graphic showing just how widespread the Say No to Right Move campaign is succeeding across the UK. Um, the webinar began as a practical guide to life without right move, but quickly turned into a major session on the technology-led agency empowerment theme, Will portals go the way of newspapers? We, meanwhile, the Say No to Right Move campaign momentum remains good, as I mentioned, and a plan of affirmative action is now taking place. There are 56 days until the fee suspension ends and the day of public reckoning looms larger. Please have a look at the note and Giles is available for calls on this closed webinar if you would like. Thank you very much. Good morning from healthcare. Relatively quiet on the news flow front uh, as we head into day three of our healthcare conference. Uh, three things I wanted to flag quickly, mainly because of their price action. Uh, the first, interestingly, is a, what I would have considered a positive update yesterday uh, from Quest Diagnostics, uh, but the stock durably underperformed. That is this a signal of crowding on the antibody TAM trade? Uh, question mark. So maybe look at some other names relevant to that. Uh, Novartis also held up pretty well on a negative update uh, yesterday on Oftuvimab. The question there again also is, uh, is the negative sentiment now baked into the stock that's durably underperformed? And thirdly, uh, we've heard from another uh, number of generics companies the reversal of the stocking benefit in the first quarter. So we'll see that uh, coming in the next results. Will the market look through that or not? I think it's a very interesting question as we head into second quarter earnings season. Thank you. Good morning from Financials, Thursday, 4th of June. Key day for earnings from Intermediate Capital this morning, where all eyes will be on the fundraising commentary, uh, looking at for, into the future, but also the dividend uh, announcement, which we think will come in at 50p for the full year. Stock has obviously had a huge rally from the lows, but we continue to think it's very well placed. And of course, we've got the ECB out at 12.45, the calls at 1.30. This is a high bar. Financials, both banks, insurance, and uh, defense have rallied very hard into this event. We've been on the right side of that trade, particularly through some Eurozone banks such as BNP, ING, Intesa, and insurance names, particularly Munich Re. So we feel very well placed coming into the event, but uh, my inclination is to take a little bit off in the morning session, given the strength of the last uh, 48 hours within the sector. But as I mentioned, Munich Re still riding very hard on this renewals environment.